Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, January 24th, 2024, and my name is Matt, and let's get into today's news. You see that I do this kind of differently every morning because, you know, if you do the same thing over and over and day after day, you get kind of bored, you start to go crazy, and to be honest with you, you kind of forget, like, what you said the day before to the, to the day after, the year before, and it all sounds so damn similar. Am I rambling? Yes, I am, so let's get straight into it. Mount Gox. Yes, yes, we've been talking about Mount Gox for a decade. It was the hack where lots of Bitcoin was lost. Around $63.6 million of Bitcoin a decade ago. But don't let that number fool you. That Bitcoin today is worth around $30 billion. Yes, if you just bought Bitcoin 10 years ago, isn't that what we all say? If I just bought Bitcoin 10 years ago, or, you know, back in 2012 when I first heard about it. Yeah, yeah, we're all there. We are all there. And then, of course, me, my personal story is that when I got into Bitcoin about 2016, got re-into Bitcoin, I, got, I first learned about it, I think it was 2012, 13. But then I, when I got into it, like, officially in 2016, I saw the altcoins and I was like, why would the old school Bitcoin be the be the one on top because it's the old technology. What about these new coins? What about Litecoin? What about this other? I, I was wrong. I was super wrong. But if anybody followed me down that path, let me know. Matt at dailycryptonews.net. Did you ape into Bitcoin first or did you just go straight into altcoins thinking you were smart? But anyway, I was saying Mt. Gox, you know, the exchange that got hacked, lost all kinds of Bitcoin that's worth about $30 billion today. Well, they're going to finally start going through a civil rehabilitation plan and this is going to give everybody some bitcoin back which is scaring the hell out of everybody in the markets why because 30 billion dollar dump into the markets if people want to sell which a lot of people are probably pretty rich right now the question is will they sell will they huddle and if they do sell how many will sell and how much will that hurt the markets which is getting people a little bit more nervous because we are seeing a little bit of a dump right now from all the like the grayscale trust people taking that money from the trust converting it into spot bitcoin etfs and those 
Bitcoins are dumping on the market. But as this graphic shows, if you're on YouTube, you can see it. You can see that this graphic is showing that we hit 100,000 Bitcoin under custodianship of these new spot Bitcoin ETFs. We just hit 100,000 Bitcoin. And this has only been since January 11th when they started trading. So in two short weeks, 100,000 Bitcoin or about $4 billion has been purchased by spot Bitcoin ETFs, the second largest commodity in the world on its way to overtake gold. And so what I just want to say is with this buying, I guess, enthusiasm, if it doesn't stop, then this market sell off will not even be a consideration in the future. We'll sell off or go back a little bit and then to the moon. I hope, fingers crossed, spoke with somebody this morning and they are predicting by having we're going to be around the $30,000, $32,000 range. I hope they're wrong. Hut 8 is a Bitcoin miner and their shares slid around 23% on January 18th when short selling firm J Capital Research said that this Bitcoin miner had the makings of a pump and dump. So this Nasdaq listed stock fell from $9.17 to 7 bucks in only 24 hours. And this is because J Capital Research released a report claiming that HUD-8's merger with the fellow miner US Bitcoin was a pump and dump waiting to happen. HUD-8 Corporation Wednesday morning called the last week's report from J Capital Research a deliberate attempt to spread mis misinformation about HUD-8, its operations, finances, management practices, and key executives. And they continue to say that this report is filled with inaccuracies, misrepresented data, speculative claims, and unfounded character attacks. The CEO, Jamie Leverton, came out and said, We will not be derailed by activists who stand firm to profit from spreading misinformation and making defamatory character attacks. This short report is riddled with speculative accusations and misinformation. I guess Bitcoin miners are back in the news cycle because we're talking about a Bitcoin miner again. Texas-based Bitcoin mining firm Core Scientific has announced a return to NASDAQ and has resumed trading on Wednesday as a result from reorganization efforts following its 2022 bankruptcy filing. Its restructuring plan allowed it to cut $400 million in debt by converting equipment, lender, and convertible note holder debt into equity. The CEO of Core Scientific, Adam Sullivan. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Said that we are posed to execute our pragmatic growth plan, continue preparing for the coming having and create value by transforming energy into high value compute for Bitcoin mining and other potential applications. The current mining operations account for 724 megawatts of power in five U.S. states, and they plan to increase the total mining capacity by 50% over the next four years as it intends to deploy new Bitcoin miners. United States Securities and Exchange Commission Commissioner Hester Peirce 
is pretty critical of the SEC. And she came out to say that the regulator has learned some lessons while approving this Bitcoin spot ETF, and hopefully they stick with them. One criticism she had is she said that she heard from courts that the approach that they were taking was wrong, in the sense that not showing the kind of consistency that the SEC or the regulator needs to show. And she said that Gary Gensler was receptive for that, and that's why he voted for the Spot Bitcoin ETF. And he, she said that Gary Gensler acted accordingly upon hearing the court's analysis. She continued to say that a court shouldn't have to come in and tell the SEC what they're doing is arbitrary or capricious. She said that we just need to get it right. She also took aims at the problematic handling of the Spot Bitcoin ETF approval, and it generated too much anticipation around this one regulatory decision deadline. And she's referring to that fake tweet and its retraction that caused upheaval in the crypto markets. She said that we wouldn't even have been in this place where someone would even think to do something like that, or where it would end up being worth the time for somebody to do something like that if we hadn't built up so much attention and anticipation on these approvals. Which she's right, all the denials of ETFs over the years had just built up, built up, built up tensions, and these deadlines kept on kept being pushed and pushed and pushed for headlines or tweets or whatever, and it usually ended up in a denial, but now it ended up in an approval. And because these anticipations coupled with the court filing and the rulings, it, it just was a big, you know, turned into a big powder keg of all kinds of different, I don't know, variables that they probably weren't expecting, but they caused for themselves. And finally, this is probably my favorite story of the year so far. There's a Colorado pastor, and he's facing civil fraud charges related to his cryptocurrency business. And he admitted pocketing $1.3 million of that money. But here's the catch. He said that he was biblically ordained to use it to remodel his home. So, the <laughs> and this is from, <laughs> this is so good. And so him and his wife made a video address apparently on their platform and on other platforms. And he said that, so the charges are Caitlin and I pocketed $1.3 million. And I just want to come out and say that those charges are true. Okay. He continued to say, so there's $1.3 million that's been taken out of, I think the total was $3.4 million. But out of that $1.3 million, a half a million dollars went to the IRS and a few hundred thousand dollars went to a home remodel that the Lord told us to do. First of all, two things in that whole sentence that really caught my attention. Number one, obviously, the half a million dollars to the IRS. Like, So these are short-term gains that you are taking out. And there's a half a million dollars you need to pay the IRS. A half a million dollars. That is absolutely insane. That's absolutely insane. And the second part is... The Lord told you to do this? The Lord came and said, hey, you know what? I'm God. I am the creator of all things. All things. You know those stars up there? I did that. The universe. I did that. Gravity. Me. I did it. The chip clip. I didn't do that personally, but I made the person that did that. That was all me. And the creator of all things, not only all the galaxies, the trillions of galaxies with the hundreds of trillions of stars and the universe that expands and probably the multiverse as well, the creator of everything came and told this guy you should probably fix up your house <laughs> this is so funny i love this anyway i guess i guess the creator of all things has instructed him also to get into cryptocurrency and so that's why him and his wife found index coin index coin i-n-d-x coin and the kingdom wealth exchange a platform to buy and sell cryptocurrency he said that it was about october of 2021 that the lord brought this cryptocurrency to me and he said, take this to my people for wealth transfer. <laughs> Apparently, 30 million coins were in circulation and sold for about a buck fifty a coin, with the promise that each coin will be worth at least 10 bucks. However, 
they were supposed to have something around $300 million worth of assets to back this cryptocurrency. At most, they had around $30,000. The pitch that he was given to his disciples, if you will, uh, was to stay in index coins. Just take the word as gospel truth and execute on that word. And do not worry about how the money is going to happen. I really believe that you're going to see a miracle in a very short order. This might be the best story I've read in a couple years. This is not cryptocurrency's problem. I just want everybody to know this. This is this guy is a, a fraudster and maybe has some kind of mental illness as well. Look, that's not a knock on religion. That is a knock on somebody to think that God came out, the Lord came out and said, hey, take a couple hundred thousands and remodel your house. The creator of all things. <laughs> Let's get into those crypto prices because I can't take this today. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And I'm getting a late start today because I had to move a sofa this morning and the time is 11.40 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Fear greets at 50. We are neutral, which sucks because we have a spot. Bitcoin ETF, we should be like at 99 greedy AF. Bitcoin sitting at $39,871, up 3.5% in 24. We did break uh, back up in the $40,000 range. However, that is more resistance than a floor. So <laughs> I, I, I do think we still have downward pressure. Ethereum's at $2,223, up 2.6% in 24. Tellers number three, Binance is at 294, up 1.2%. And Solana's at 85.66. And the number five spot, up 8%. Did I not tell you it was a good buy yesterday at $82 or whatever it was? You would have been up 8%. Um, is it a good buy? Is it going to go to the moon now? I don't know, but this is still more of a long-term hodl and long-term in, in crypto sense. And I'm not talking about a year. Well, yeah, of course, maybe a year, but this is more of a like, let's see what happens at the having sort of long-term sort of thing. Uh, let's see here. Rounding off the top 10, we have XRP, USDC, Cardano. Avalanche is up around 13.2% at $31. I told you that was a good buy. And Dogecoin is sitting at number 10. The total market cap is at $1.55 trillion. Bitcoin dominance of 50.4 and ETH dominance of 17.2. That's our show. I'll see you tomorrow. And until then, the Lord tells you to go over to Apple Podcasts and make sure that you like, subscribe, share, leave us a comment. And the Lord also says, happy hodling, everyone. <laughs>